Look at me going in there with my big shoes. I am going to kick penises. Oh, there are no penises to kick. Welcome to Then You Ruined It, a podcast where two friends who refuse to meet in real life give each other plenty of reasons to stick to that opinion. So, uh, I'm not, not sure how well this story is aged. Um, and if I'm a horrible person, um, sorry. Let me be the judge of that. No, you, I, know, I know what you're going to judge on that one. That's not fair. You always think I'm a horrible person. It's the point of this podcast. <laughs> so, uh, as I've mentioned, I used to work as an editor at the school paper where I went to college. Wonderful experience. Absolutely life-changing. Really, really cool. Uh, learned a lot. Did a lot. And, yeah. It was cool. Uh, one of my favorite little experiences was there was this one time we... So because we were a college paper, we liked to run student profiles and also professor profiles where you, we would talk about the, uh, the the different professors on campus. And so one time the the news edit... Or no, sorry. It wasn't a prof- profile. It was, there was a news story about one of the professors. She had done something cool and noteworthy. So they wanted to cover that and kind of get some background on her. And so they went and uh, the, the editor-in-chief told the news editor, hey, this happened. You should send one of your reporters out there to do that. So the news editor told one of the reporters, go out, cover this. And in the course of the interview, it came out that this professor uh, in her younger days had won the swimsuit section of a beauty contest. And that was something that she was proud of. And she's like, you know, that, I think it was like, what's something surprising about you? Like, oh, most people don't know that I won the big swimsuit competition in Miss whatever. And they're like, oh, that's cool. And so they, the news editor put that in the headline because, you know, that's a, it's an attention grabbing headline. Former swimsuit champion wins this professor award or whatever it was for. And the editor in chief signed off on it and out it went. So the next day, the professor, it turns out, husband was also an employee on campus. I don't know if he was a, a professor or like a I don't know, janitor or whatever, but he comes storming into our office and he is pissed. He's like, how dare you do this? And he comes right up to me and I was an assistant editor at the time and he comes right up to me and the editor that I was working for and then another editor. He comes up and he is just chewing something and like, how dare you objectify my wife? You scuzzy, chauvinistic, pissant, blah, 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 blah. Just like running us down. And we're just sitting there and we're like, okay, um, I'm the sports editor. I'm the features editor. This was done by the news editor. And he's like, where's the news editor? I want to rip him a new one. And we just kind of, pointed behind him to our news editor who was sitting there with her hands folded across her chest. And she's like, what was that about me being chauvinistic? And he's like, I want to talk to your chauvinistic boss. And she pointed to like, you mean her? And the editor in chief just kind of <laughs> looked at him and she's like, and then he's like, I still don't like the article. And he stormed off. I thought that was going a naked gun direction where they, they kept pointing to other people. And I'm like, you mean her? And it's like Maya Angelou. <laughs> yeah so all all, the reporter the news editor and the editor-in-chief were all women they all and they went back and they reached out to the 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 professor herself and it's like uh it came to our attention that your husband didn't like this 
if we if the headline offended you, we're very sorry. She's like, no, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> so really, it was just some guy being a, a dick. Yes, I'm going yeah. to stand up for her because this is what men do. She's like, actually, I told him to do. It's pretty <laughs> funny. Just just leave it alone. But <laughs> those chauvinistic yes. jerks. And it was all women, and it was all very cool. <laughs> I will go kick him in the penis, because that is what men deserve. Right, woman? <laughs> Look at me going in there with my big shoes. I am going to kick penises. Oh, there are no penises to kick. I cannot kick vaginas, that is... I can't kick you in the penis. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how uh, Thor got involved in this, but... <laughs> Thor is going to fight for the rights of this one woman, uh, formerly in a swimsuit. Ah, cannot kick vaginas. We'll go drink ale instead. I, I mean, yeah, that just go, goes to show you. I, I, these days, putting something like that in there, yeah, would definitely two different crowds would have plenty to say about it, and you wouldn't want to hear what any of it is. Yeah, I don't think we would even bought. Or, we wouldn't risk it in today's society, where it, it probably just wouldn't be, it wouldn't be worth it because it's it's it. Yeah, like you said, two different crowds, and it's just the division of right now is is yeah is rough. But it would really suck so. with that the one person being the one to bring it to you and being like, yeah, use this. I like that. I I, I want to celebrate that. And you just have to be like, oh no, that's interesting and entertaining, and we can't do that. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's potentially yeah. controversial, and we don't do that. Also, you have a husband, and I heard he likes kicking penises. I like mine. <laughs> also, they don't have them, so we we shouldn't do that. Uh, I feel like that's a fallback in like a movie or a, 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 some fan—not fantasy, but like a movie or TV setting where it's just like, oh, you can't get mad because that's a woman boss, girl. <laughs> it's like it. it yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, just because a woman does it doesn't make it okay. Like, it could be a chauvinistic bad thing. It wasn't intended. It's not like we had a picture of her in her bikini going boo 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 boo. It was just mentioned that she was a former beauty passion contestant and she won the swimsuit edition. And that was a fun fact about her that she gave us. And it was an attention grabbing headline. And it was not intended to be like, look, look at these professors go wild or anything <laughs> stupid like that. It was just like, Hey, this is fun. Let's talk about how fun this is. That is absolutely the direction you should have taken with it, is make it just as sensationalist as possible. Do look up the picture, find it, and it's like, you know, black and white, and you can, it's it's a terrible photo. It's still like running on the front page, and <laughs> a boobtastic prof also wins award or something like that. <laughs> just try and make it the other direction so the guy actually has something to complain about, and the professor gets mad. You get, you get, you get everybody yeah. in that one. What I'm saying is I should never have been in charge of the newspaper. <laughs> no, 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 definitely. I'm going to like J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> Give me a picture of Spider-Man in a bikini. Stat. Literally everything. Every picture I run in my newspaper is just Spider-Man. <laughs> Peter Parker is very well paid at this newspaper. <laughs> and here with the sports headlines. Well, that that's, that's a picture of Spider-Man. I can't run that. You'll use it. You'll like it. We have a very specific subject at this paper. I don't want it changed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. J. Jonah Jameson is a great character, but at the same time, like I feel like he really should have caught on faster than he should have. Like Peter Parker's got to be in the, the 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 background of one of those photos, right? I mean, I it, the comics I read as a kid, 
he, you know, he definitely stages some to where Spider-Man... He staged all of them. He would set up the camera. This was before they had selfie sticks. And, and put on a timer, and then it'd go beat up a guy, and it'd go... That's not what I meant. Camera. I meant he stages some where he gets, like, the human torch to be in the Spider-Man suit. And Peter Parker's there, so, you know, when James, when Jameson's getting too close, they do a photo like that, and it's like, I mean, there you go. There's Peter Parker and Spider-Man together. Duh. And they, they do the same for Superman. They'd be like, oh, Lex Luthor's on to you. What do you do? Well, you fake it. <laughs> you buy Photoshop, damn it, Clark. <laughs> Someone show this guy how to use a damn filter, <laughs> which I'm sure I am. I, I imagine probably comes into play in the modern Superman comics. I've not read for a long time, but they they have to have updated something for the more modern newspaper practices. Or I feel like at one point they did try and make Clark Kent write a blog instead. Like he got fired and he started a blog from oh the newspaper, gosh. but the newspaper was still running. Which again, still just hard to believe outside of like you know five newspapers yeah, and say now that's where we've gone too far into spending disbelief a newspaper yeah. still running successful even it's just funny that that's like you know two of the main archetypes for secret identities for superheroes in comic books and yes both of the newspapers and it's just like i mean the future has something to say about that fellas it's not gonna go as, be as rosy <laughs> as you think it is it's not gonna be the beacon it's a common trope just for main characters in general because you need to have a reason to have your characters be near danger and, and be looking into things. So reporter makes sense. And most writers come from a writing background. They always say, write what you know. I'm like, well, I'm a formal failed journalist. How about I write about a former failed journalist who has to try and figure out why all these people done got murdered. If you're a failed journalist, why am I going to read your writing? <laughs> this probably sucks. <laughs> well, there's lots of reasons you can fail as being a True. journalist. Not all of them are because your writing's bad. So, yeah, I I always wanted to be on the. Well, that's not true. I didn't want to always be on the newspaper because if I had, I would have. Because you know, it's not like exclusive club. You can't get into. It's like <laughs> I want to be on the newspaper. Sweet, write an article. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're saying just because I did it, you could have? Come on, maybe I had to try really hard at this. Maybe it is an exclusive club, and they just happened to accept me. Maybe I'm really good at this stuff. Okay. We're saying all these things. We're gonna. Okay, let's take Steve off. We editing now. We're going to say okay to all this because Steve clearly needs to feel good about it. But we, we all know. We all know. Um, you're right. It, it was an exclusive club that they only accept certain people into. But I wish I had been accepted into that club because, you know, writing in the in the in in that environment would have been fun. And I I had plenty of kids I would have written <laughs> negative things about, which is probably, you know, wouldn't have seen print. But... <laughs> Maybe that maybe it was an exclusive club that you didn't get into because all you wanted to do was write slander pieces about all the people who you, who didn't meet up to your high standards. That's views, baby. <laughs> Give me the views. That's all I need. I, I'll get it for you. The sensationalist. Yeah, talk, again, talking about the the newspapers that both uh, Clark Kent and Peter Parker worked at. There was at least one person that was you know the the gossip person. Cat Grant was Clark Kent's and. I'm sure there was one on uh, at the Daily Bugle. I can't remember, but you know they, they they were constantly in the story and they got in the mix sometimes because that was their job. They they got the dirt. Yeah. So that that would have been me. I'm getting the dirt on people at high school. Yeah, a go gossip columnist in a high school or college paper is just asking for trouble, especially high school. I I was never in high school news, but I wasn't in, in college. Uh, and I, I guess my college was actually pretty cool about stuff that probably wouldn't have flown because I did try and start a roommates from hell thing where people wrote in about their horrible roommates and literally no one did. 
because no one wanted to badmouth their roommates. So we were very cool people. That was that, that was very nice of them. And all it would have taken was one to set it off, and it would have just been a massive five-alarm blaze, as opposed to, well, we couldn't even get the sparks to ignite, so yeah. this went nowhere. The other big controversy that kind of along the same lines that we went through is the... Uh, how do I word this? The Utah appropriate sex store would often run uh, ads in the newspaper and it was always had like a, a 50 style pinup girl in the ads. Like, Ooh, come to such and such a store where we've got lingerie and dildos. And <laughs> it didn't say that, but you know, that's what those stores sell. I know what they sell. I've been in one. I just, a, a couple, maybe. I just, the, the fact that you started with Utah appropriate, I would love for that to be like the ad. Like it's just this like 50s style. Wah, 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 with like just a slow pan over of like the shelves. <laughs> like, come to Utah appropriate adult store. <laughs> We've got dildos <laughs> and edible panties. Just the sad, that, that nothing about it would be enjoyable for anybody to be there. So that's that's appropriate that's utah appropriate well i'm just saying like this isn't like some salacious thing it, it's it's a like it's the type of art you would see on the side of a plane that was going off to to fight the nazis okay you know how they always painted sexy ladies yeah on their sexy and it super was, racist probably <laughs> it's what i'm picturing okay some of them but the the stereotypical one is not super racist it's just like some blonde chick yes riding a bomb and going hi anyway so they, they would run ads like that and people would get so upset that we would dare run such vile pornography in our in our thing. It's like this. This is what's sending you off. Like Betty Boop is more sexual than this. But they were such a common uh, thing, such a, a well known thing in the newspaper that they became. Uh, we would run other ads that would tell you tell you where they were in relation to that porn store. <laughs> That's really well known. Like, we're just across the street from the, the Utah-appropriate porn store. <laughs> there was one, like, we were adding, we were, we were putting it in the thing, and someone's like, why do they do that? Why do they say next to Utah-appropriate sex shop? Why don't they say next to the store on the other side of them? Like, that's a weird thing for a jeweler to say. It's like, yes, but they're next door to the other jeweler in town. It goes jeweler, jeweler, sex store. And they're not going to say, we're next to our competitor. They're going to say, we're next to Utah-appropriate sex store. Pay no attention to what's on the other side of us. <laughs> so, for your cremating needs, please visit us at Richard's Moratorium. Straight down the street from the dildo hut. <laughs> There's gotta be. Uh, this place is not in the middle of nowhere. It's gotta have other businesses around it. There's a grocery store or something. Say that damn business. <laughs> Just... Nope. Right across the street from Utah Appropriate <laughs> Sex Shop. Now you keep saying that because I imagine you're obscure, uh, obfuscating the title of the place. Because was it actually called Utah Appropriate Sex Shop? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Okay. I'm not going to say the name of the actual business. They haven't paid for advertising on this podcast. <laughs> oh, please do. Please, there's, there, there can only be so many in Utah. Please, you know who you are. Please, please take out an ad with us. I, it would literally make my year, and it's only January. You made it through another episode of Then You Ruined It. If you still want to hear more from us, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Idahobo. 
and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. 